Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Up, up and away in my beautiful balloon-shaped glide over what's happening in the world of communications. Here we go with podcast number 80. By the way, for those who might be interested, I did manage to work the Monac Islands shortly after I recorded podcast number 79. They were a jolly good signal here in the east of England. And later on, I exchanged reports with a number of interesting islands off the coast of the UK in the Islands on the Air contest, including Alderney, Great Cumbrae, the Summer Isles and Benbecula. You have to hand it to those intrepid de-expeditioners and thank heaven that in general the weather was favourable after all. Well, few will have failed to clock that the Tokyo Olympics have taken off and, as you might imagine, Radio Hams are taking part in events associated with this huge sporting spectacle. On July the 16th, the Japanese National Amateur Radio Society, JARL, started up the special commemorative callsign Juliet Alpha 1 Tango Oscar Kilo Yankee Oscar in Nishitokyo City, Tokyo, to commemorate the 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games being held from July the 23rd. After the opening ceremony of JA1 Tokyo, a lead operator was assigned to each band for active operation. In the evening, a member of Japan's House of Representatives, Hirohiko Izumida, attended the venue and operated the station in the 7 MHz band. Hirohiko is an amateur radio operator, 7 Kilo 1, Kilo Juliet Kilo, and a member of the JARL. The station will be active until September the 5th. And for more information, visit tinyurl.com forward slash IARU hyphen Japan. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. It's all about radio and the wider world of communications. I picked out some of the latest stories from Southgate Amateur Radio News, and you can find a lot more by going to southgatearc.org. The COVID pandemic is still shaping our everyday lives and activities. It's tricky enough keeping up with the regularly changing rules about what you can and can't do in any one particular country. But when planned events attract an international attendance, it starts to get even more complicated. But the Amateur Radio Youth on the Air programme refuses to let things grind to a halt if at all possible. The IARU Region 1 Youth Working Group has issued an update on amateur radio youth activities planned for 2021. 
Despite the COVID-19 situation having improved over the past few months on a global scale, the development and dynamics of the pandemic remain unpredictable. The same unpredictability goes for regulations regarding the pandemic, which in many cases severely limit the ability to hold in-person events with international participants. To deal with the pandemic situation, Yota announced an event cancellation policy earlier this year, which introduced a four-month deadline for a go-no-go decision for in-person events. This four-month deadline has, however, turned out to be slightly too far into the future for a reliable prediction. Accordingly, the IARU Region 1 Youth Working Group, in collaboration with the Executive Committee, has made the following arrangement. Youth events scheduled within 2021 will remain in the calendar for the time being. The IARU Region 1 Youth Working Group will review the forecast evolution of the pandemic in good time prior to each event and make an announcement about whether it will take place. Generally, this will be three months in advance of the scheduled date. Those planning to attend should thus have sufficient time to make the necessary bookings and travel arrangements. IARU Region 1's intent is to ensure that any events which take place do so in an environment which respects national requirements for pandemic control and which does not place at risk the health and well-being of those participating. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. News now of a very busy amateur radio operator who's having to swap his usual mountaintop haunts for the confines of a luxury cruise liner. But as you might imagine, someone who has hauled himself and his equipment up to many thousands of summits on dry land is hardly likely not to continue his operating whilst out on the ocean wave. Tom Reed, Mike One Echo Yankee Papa, a prominent Summits on the Air activator from Macclesfield in Cheshire, is suddenly experiencing a significant change to his portable operating habits. Tom is the world's most experienced SOTA activator, who has accumulated 3,551 summit activations over 19 years. And now he's commenced work as a professional musician on board Saga's brand new cruise ship, The Spirit of Adventure. Tom has taken with him his trusty FT-817 and an Alex Loop antenna and has secured the enthusiastic permission of the master of the vessel, Captain Kim Tanner. Tom will operate from his cabin balcony, but Captain Tanner has urged him to also operate from the public decks, believing that the activity will be something that will be of great interest to the guests on board. Tom's SOTA activities will now obviously be restricted to chasing rather than activating, but look out for him using Mike One Echo Yankee Papa Stroke Maritime Mobile, possibly with the addition of some CEPT prefixes from this brand new luxury boutique cruise ship. The itineraries include voyages around Britain and Ireland, the Baltic, Mediterranean, Adriatic and the Canaries. Tom will be active from the Spirit of Adventure until mid-November 2021 on 40 metres to 10 metres using CW, single sideband and FT4 or FT8. And there may be some local 2 metre FM as well.
it's getting pretty congested up in the space around our globe, which is occupied by satellites. You may have heard about the huge new constellations of non-geostationary satellites that have been going up, creating the possibility for high-speed internet access in places on the ground that are hard to reach by the more conventional technologies. Ofcom has published proposals for how these satellites will be licensed. Ofcom has published proposals to change the way it licenses certain satellite systems. A number of new satellite broadband networks are currently being developed, which use non-geostationary satellite orbit systems, that's NGSO systems, to connect people to the internet, particularly those in hard-to-reach areas. NGSO systems are more sophisticated than earlier satellite broadband networks. Rather than ground equipment pointing at a single satellite to connect people, NGSO networks can involve thousands of satellites orbiting the Earth, which ground-based satellite dishes need to track as they move across the sky. While this can potentially bring faster speeds to customers, it can be more complex for different NGSO satellite operators to agree how to operate their networks without them interfering with each other. So, to help support competition in this market and protect the quality of the service customers receive, Ofcom are proposing changes to the licensing process for NGSO systems. This includes new checks on potential interference between networks and publishing license applications Ofcom receives so other interested parties have an opportunity to raise any interference or competition concerns. The changes would also require different networks to cooperate with each other on technical matters to avoid risk of disruption to their services under the conditions of the licence. Ofcom recognises the importance of these new services to the wider space sector and will be publishing a Space Sector Spectrum Strategy this autumn. Ofcom welcomes responses to these licensing proposals. The deadline is the 20th of September 2021. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.